Welcome to the Punch-Up Podcast. Were you ever sitting around with your friends and somebody was trying to tell a story and everybody else was helping out? That's what this is. A storytelling podcast with a good story and really, really funny input. Hope you enjoy. Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. Eno Shea. Hey, Steve. And in the storyteller chair, Allie Sewell. Hey, Steve. Hello, Allie. Hello. So this is a story about my senior year of high school and my best friend and me just learning how to drive. In high school? Senior year of high school? Yeah, I got... I got pushed ahead when I was little, so I was smart girl. Mm, I was, I was, so I was really young for my grade, and so I didn't. You're like Doogie Howser. Did you skip or, a grade? No, I started kindergarten too early, and they were going to keep me. Oh, okay. But then the teacher was like, "No, she's going to be bored. And she needs to go into yeah. first grade or whatever." I mean, how old were you? I was only four in kindergarten. A year, ahead. yeah. I was okay. a year behind. Yeah, essentially. How old were you when you graduated high school? 12. I turned no. I was I was eighteen because I turned eighteen December of my senior year. Uh, did okay. you bend space and time completely? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you were eighteen when you graduated. <laughs> Isn't everybody eighteen when they graduate? I, I was, was seventeen. I was seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, I was, I was seventeen. Well. I'm sorry. I was seventeen. And then you turned. 18 in college. college. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Thank you. That's correct. So you did eventually turn 18. Um, Are you 17 still? Alan? I'm I'm Jennifer Garner. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I was 16 and going on to 17 senior year of high school. So my sister was always a year ahead of me, but I was a senior. So she was already away at college. And my best friend, her name is Kirsten. We've been friends since first grade. And I, we're still friends to this day. Like she's she's like that one person that will always be there for you regardless of anything so because we were friends since we were so little when we got older and in like high school she was popular and she had a really good group of friends and i was the nerd and i was this shy insecure little girl that was in the advanced classes and kirsten was always like full of friends but she never treated me any different and she always tried to get me to come out and like oh come out and hang out with you know this group and that's who she was and she lived a few blocks away from me. And so because I was 16 when senior year started, I couldn't get a parking pass because I didn't have my driver's license. And so I couldn't get a parking pass. I couldn't drive to school senior year. Did you have a car? I mean, I would have because my parents had the spare car that my sister was using when she was a senior. So there was a car available. I just didn't have a license. But you weren't one of those kids like me who got their license immediately Mm. at 16. In New Jersey, you had to be 17. Wow, really? Yep. Yep. That's still the case, right? I think it is. I think so. Is that on account of the jug handles? All the jug handles. Yep. And the, the weaving. Ugh. And the circles. And the circles. So yeah, so I didn't have my license when senior year started, so I couldn't get a parking spot. Couldn't drive anyway, but Kirsten would drive me. Or sometimes I would take the bus or whatever. I didn't get mine until 19. Really? No. Yeah, just didn't. Needed. I didn't get mine until I was 17. I was 17 because I dated a girl who had a license, so I didn't had need one. had public transit and just friends had cars and just didn't have a need. Wow. Oh, I was, no. I, need, I was super I, lazy. I wanted it. And actually, I did wind up getting a license at 16. It just wasn't your license. It was a Pennsylvania license. Oh. So, so this how, is, how did that? Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Go. Because when, 
Rule breaker. Well, again, here's the thing. Hi, Allie. Have you not met her? Yeah. <laughs> so I was always the good kid. I never broke rules. I never even had a curfew. Like, my parents were like, please. Like, just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whenever. Yeah. Get out. Can you please just I didn't do either. something? My folks were like, well, you just go. Yeah. You don't when have you a license. Out, you just walk out the, the front door to the back door? It, well, it would be like, what? Well, oh, I tried. Yeah. Mom, Dad, I'll be back. We know. We know. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Whatever. And so in October of my senior year, my parents were going to Italy for, I, I was probably like a week or maybe two weeks oh, or whatever. Score. So my sister, well, Simone. it's me though. Nope, that's right. so, they, make, they make movies about this vacation. <laughs> yep. Yes. So my sister was already at college. I was home alone. My parents were like, she needs to be able to drive just in case. I'm sure that I had like a babysitter. They're but not concerned at all about leaving you. They're just like, nope. for your own safety, you need to be able to drive because you will cut yourself with the scissors. <laughs> I wasn't that kind of a Wait, kid. <laughs> you said you had a babysitter? Well, I wa- it's somebody, because I mean, if you're... Someone to check in on you. Yeah, somebody oh, okay. checked in on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. a baby. <laughs> but that's what you said. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, Allie had a 13-year-old kid come over. <laughs> she had braces. Yeah. You bullied me. Her dad, yeah. her dad had to drop her off because she didn't have a license. <laughs> Neither do I, kid. That's okay. We're so alike. You know? Just have somebody come over and open the curtains and make sure there was enough cereal. Because Allie wouldn't leave the house. Allie, it's your bedtime. It's 1030. <laughs> 8.30. <laughs> So my parents wanted me to have a license when they were gone. And so I wound up getting a Pennsylvania license. For their peace of how, mind. How? You lived in New Jersey. I know. Uh, my grandparents lived in Pennsylvania and we uh. just used their address. Mm-hmm. And I went And over. nobody checked? Yeah. So the rule follower, Allie, That's defrauded like two you... states. Yeah. That's not like you at all. But that made sense to me because my parents were like, no, you need to do this. Okay. So where would you learn how to drive in Jersey? Like yeah, I mean, I did all the the driving. I had a learner's permit because I think you could get one. Know how to make left turns? Yeah. In Jersey? Shut up. Nobody else does. Why should you? (laughs) You don't have to. Yeah, take that Jersey driver. I'm just shocked that the rule follower got a Pennsylvania license. In fairness, what rule is she following? Because if her parents said this is what you're going to do, she followed that rule. She was concerned because her parents were worried about taking their trip. She wanted to appease them. All right. uh, Their two-week vacation to Italy. Her only thought was, I don't want my parents to worry. Not where am I going to fit the crate of condoms. And the heroin. And And all the heroin. All the heroin. (laughs) Shipped in. Was it a paper license? It was a plastic license. Oh, because you're back in the day, everybody had a paper license oh. in Pennsylvania. They also had horses and buggies. There we go. No, we didn't need a license to license. drive a horse or a buggy. <laughs> like origami? No. No, it was just on paper. Yeah, you'd and, fold and, up one of those uh, things. Yeah, the house mansion, yeah. Yeah. shack. Yeah. Yes. But, but it was so easy to fake your birthday because you'd scrape it off and you just write it in with pencil. Oh. Like it, we had, it was paper. It was made of cardboard. Huh. Not even cardboard. It was paper. No, I'm sure it was plastic when I got it. They bought a laminator. Pennsylvania bought one laminator. One laminator. Back when liquor was My... just served in your hands? <laughs> <laughs> you had to make your own. When's your birthday? Tuesday. Last <laughs> week, yeah. 21 years ago? <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Here's your bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Next. That'll be 50 cents. <laughs> That'll be two bits. <laughs> 
So I wound up getting a Pennsylvania license so that I could have my license while my parents were gone in case I needed to go places. And so, of course, I'm like, this is awesome. I can drive now, you know, and all that stuff. But you I still... drive your babysitter home. <laughs> <laughs> I regret saying babysitter. <laughs> I regret that so much. We don't. She was my... So when we were little, like, our very first babysitter was this woman named Linda, who when my sister and I... She was I were... in fourth grade when you were in eighth grade? Well, when grade? my sister and I were, like, maybe three and four years old, that's when Linda first started to babysit for us. And it turned out Linda was probably, like you know 13 so she was maybe only 10 years older than us so she right. would stop and like yeah. stop by and check in you know and my mom still keeps in touch with her yeah and she would just oh. tells her what's going on in Allie's life yeah. she, so has she Allie was, left the she house was yet your babysitter at <laughs> yes one point, and like, still is apparently on a, we- on a weekly basis but at this point she was just somebody that your parents could rely on to show up and just Buy beer. Exactly. Meanwhile, she was hoping every time, please don't let Allie be home. Just let her be out partying. Let her be doing something. She was running a whorehouse out of the back of Allie's house while her parents were in Italy. So I had my license, but Kirsten had that her parents or her dad had this white Mustang convertible. Oh, hell yeah. And it was, that was. I see risky business happening. Like that was my teenage years Kirsten's in my teenage years was that white Mustang convertible like she knew cars as well like she knew her way around a car and they would the band yep Rick O'Carroll uh, yeah okay, okay, oh, um, and so <laughs> are you singing yeah no no nobody reference it let her live in that <laughs> say that again please. <laughs> no <laughs> babysitter <laughs> So she had this white Mustang that they souped up so it would be super loud and oh, go yeah. super fast. 5.0 probably. It was the white Mustang that had 5.2. the black hood. Whatever it takes. It was, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But that car was our adolescence. Awesome. Yeah. And so Kirsten would frequently drive to school in that car and she would pick me up. You guys would get to school earlier than you left. <laughs> What happened? I don't know. So like a typical, like this is typical alley. Every morning, Kirsten would come and pick me up. I would get in the car and she'd be like, you want to cut school and go down the shore? <laughs> and I would just always be like, no. <laughs> you know, and then I'm Allie. Oh, Kirsten. Silly. In the spring of senior year, Shit, yeah. I had been sick for part of the week and then I was feeling better and it was the first nice day and Kirsten pulls up in the Mustang and she's like, you want to cut school and go down the shore? And I just turned her, I'm like, Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and she was just like, uh. I don't, know how, so, I don't know, know how to get there. What do we do? And, and then we were like, okay, here's what we got to do. And so we literally drove around. Even, even the way you answered, yes. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, yes, I do. Yes, I agree to your aforementioned offer. I am going against every instinct in my body right Please now by saying Please drive the car before yes. my body betrays me. <laughs> We wound up going to a shopping center and calling the school because you had to call the school. Yeah. But for some reason, like, I needed to be. Otherwise, your parents get a phone call. Yeah, because then your parents would get a phone call. The school would have gone on a nationwide search for you. (laughs) (laughs) So we called and, like, for some reason, I needed to be her mom calling her out and she needed to be my mom calling me. That's what friends do. Yeah. And the secretaries don't recognize Rooney? your voices. Rooney, all. you're an asshole. <laughs> you really did that. Did that. And I then, would never have done that. Well, so we did. And then to. we got back, literally timed it so that the bus was letting off. And I just walked into the house. And it was just like nothing. And I never said anything. And I was so... You know, like, your parents listen to this. So. so I was so proud of myself. And I waited until graduation 
at dinner after graduation and I told my parents this. All the bad things you've ever done. <laughs> the one. It took a minute. It. Yep. <laughs> that one thing. And I, I told them that and they, they, they like paused and they were just like, Oh, thank God. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> we're like, thank God you did something rebellious. Yeah. yeah. Your mom pulled out like a notepad and it just said, marshmallows, the beach. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, all right. That's my kid. That's my kid. That's two. Yeah. Hey, everybody. It's Ian O'Shea. I'm here to tell you about another show that a lot of people that you've listened to tonight also do on the last Friday of every month at the playground on 20th and Sansom here in Philadelphia. It is the blue show, and it is blue as eep. It is raunchy. It is dirty. Actually, the audience suggestions are disgusting. And quite frankly, it's your fault. You come and watch, and you suggest the most disgusting things I have ever heard. It's a sick and twisted evening of pleasure all the way around. 10 o'clock, BYOB. We love to do it. It's a great, fun, adult, raunchy, disgusting debacle. Bring your friends. Bring your enemies. Bring your filthy, disgusting mind. It's a giant circle jerk. With comedy. Not boners. So, anyway, so back to my having just gotten my license. My parents are gone. Kirsten's parents had and gone... And you've got a taste for rebellion. Well, this was before. This was like in October oh. time, and we didn't cut school until the spring. Kirsten was trying to drag that rebellion out of me. Yeah. And so one of the weekends that my parents were gone, her parents went away. Kirsten, being the normal teenager, was having a keg party. Had a party. At her house. Keg party? Yeah. Well, there was beer. I don't know if there was a... Probably not a keg. Okay. In my mind, there, there were There was hookers. whatever you could uh, hands yeah. on. Yeah, it was a beer ball. Elephants. <laughs> Elephants. Beer, beer ball, six-packs. Yeah. What... Just bring everything. Yeah. And she's like, come over just for a little bit. Please just come for a little while, Allie. You know? And so I, so I'm like, okay. Your babysitter goes to sleep at nine. Yeah. It's fine. It's well, fine. I was home alone, you know? And so I went over. <gasps> Let me pull your mom's list back out. Yeah. No, nope, didn't drink, didn't do anything. Was there an outfit issue? Or like, were you concerned about like, what do I wear at one of these big fancy parties? Like John Hughes sort of. You know, a montage of getting ready. Oh, gosh. Like, like tossing the outfits. The girl yeah. who doesn't go to these parties. Or, yeah. or were you just like, oh, I'm just going over to see my friend. Or No, so I probably didn't think that much. I yeah. just was like, these aren't my friends. They don't like me. I'm You're just going to go. You're going over go. for her. I'm going over to her. say so that Kirsten, you know. So you can show your face and go home. Pretty much. Yeah. That's exactly what mm-hmm. happened. I mean, there were a lot of people and everybody's drinking out of red solo Going cups crazy, and yeah. having fun, which is what you're supposed to do. A and pizza I on the turntable. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I put my time in and then I went back home again and I went to bed. And the next morning oh, I'm just wondering like I know, little Allie's it's like, so sad. conversations with people who are like uh, who are you? I've gone to school with you for the last four years. Like that whole, like, <laughs> say anything. Like, what's her name? Um, you know, who gives the speech and no one knows her, but she's finally at the party. Yeah. yeah Allie, no. nobody talked to Allie. Yeah. Were you walking around or, or like, was your friend introducing you to people and you were just like, yeah, yeah, and just like dying to get out of there? Or did you meet somebody? I'm just like, oh my God, I have so yeah. many questions. No, it's didn't. adorable. I've always been very shy. I'm not a party person. Right. And so it was just like, it was always uncomfortable for You me. were just there to like do your time for your friend because she like, Cameron, he'll just keep calling and calling. Yeah, yeah. And calling, and calling. calling. Yeah. You wouldn't hear the end of it if you didn't show your face. 
So you went to show your face. Yeah, and yeah. who knows? Something magic might happen. But okay, so when you're, you're in the that, but when yeah. you're in the mindset of like nobody likes me, I'm just going to sit in the corner. Then of course you're, nothing magic sure. is going to happen. Of course, as a result. So I left. I go home. I go to bed. The next morning, I'm. I've always been an early riser. I woke up super early. Oh, how else are you going to catch the worm? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm home alone. I have a car and I have some money. <laughs> so I'm like, might as well obey like, the rules. So it's probably like yeah. seven. It's probably like seven a.m. <laughs> I think your version of that sort of scenario and my version of that scenario are very different. Very think different. I'll- what would you do, Ian? If I was home alone with money and a car, the party would have still yeah. been going on from the night before, I guess. Yep. Trouble. I'd be, you know, looking for trouble, I guess. Which is what should happen. Yeah, like yeah. not dangerous or, you know, like drug fueled or like driving drunk or anything. But yeah, there probably would have been a couple of friends that were still over and going out to breakfast, like driving as a high schooler, like drive somewhere and go have breakfast as like cool adults like yeah. pretending to be adults and hung over and maybe like sneak a flask in to Irish up our morning drinks or something like that. I picture Allie making sandwiches for the homeless. <laughs> now I'll deliver them. <laughs> These windows aren't going to clean themselves. <laughs> Got some prescriptions to fill. <laughs> I need more yarn. <laughs> <laughs> What a whoo! What a list for today. <laughs> God, I miss mom. <laughs> Wonder what time the babysitter's getting. Here. <laughs> when will Linda be here? <laughs> Come on, Linda. Don't want to disappoint Linda. So, in my mind, like the greatest thing, like I have a car now and I have some money. It's seven a.m. I'm like, I'm gonna drive to Seven Eleven. Awesome. <laughs> you know it's open. Why not? Exactly. Why not? And there was a 7-Eleven maybe like a mile and a half, two miles away from where I lived. Safety zone. Yeah. But it was just like, you know, you're fresh with a new license. You're not 100% confident driving. So it's like, this is perfect. You make a right and then a left and then a left into the 7-Eleven. Nice big parking You are so getting lost. No, I didn't get lost. So I go to 7-Eleven and I buy like donuts. Just donuts because it's breakfast time. Yeah, it's breakfast time. Come on now. So I got my donuts and I go back in the car and I'm going to just drive home. And I get into the car, and the car won't start. Uh-oh. And Ooh. so, you know, again, brand new driver's license. I'm like, come on, come on, Allie. You got this. And I'm Remember trying. your training. And it is not, <laughs> it is just not turning over. Nothing's happening. And I'm starting to panic, you know. What kind of car was it? Do you remember? It, yeah. It was from the 1970s. It was Ooh. like a red Mercedes like what? it was old. But it was really band, old. Like a diesel. Yeah, it was like diesel. Oh no and it shit! Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the old yeah. kind that, like, you turn the key, and then there was this button, button. Yeah. that you had to pull out just to some choke. point and hold it there yeah, until the you saw a glow yeah. light, and then you pulled it the Jesus. rest of the way for the engine to start. Yeah. So you were doing all that. Properly. I was doing all of that. Yeah. And nothing, nothing was happening. So I'm starting to panic. I don't know what's going on. Two and, miles away from safety. Yep. And the only thing I can think of is Kirsten. You broke the rules because you were out of the house. I broke the yeah. I was out of the house. You were driving, and I had, and it wasn't an emergency. Why are we thinking of Kirsten? Because she was the only person there that I knew. Because my parents were not there. Oh, you mean yeah? Okay. I was like, I need, I need Kirsten to help me. Yeah, that's who I would. You didn't feel the clerk at the Seven Eleven be able to help you out? I did not go back in the store (laughs) ever again. The one friend that you can count on. Yep. So again, it's probably like seven in the morning. She had had a big party. Oh, giant party. The night before. Yep. 
So I called. Cut to Kirsten's house. So I, there's just bodies everywhere. Yep. <laughs> so I called Kier and she answers the phone. And I'm Groggy? like. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm like. On her fourth cigarette. <laughs> she's, I'm like, I'm at, I'm at 7-Eleven and my car won't start. And she was just like, and it's just immediate. She's like, all right, I'll be right there. Aww, you know, yeah. that's the type of friend. And so it's six thirty in the morning. She's a really good friend. Yeah, after being up all night. She the but other you're also in high school, like, you know, once yeah. you're up, you're up. And, you know, I mean Wait, really? Just, yeah, no. That was not kids, how I was in high not school. Not my kids. I mean, I was I you know, you would be hung over, but I mean certainly something like that, but like you know, he's so much more resilient. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you resilience. Like yeah, you yeah, could yeah, be yeah. hung over yeah. and be like, I'm, I'm you know, yeah, I'm right. going to Seven Eleven to get, you know, a jolt and a pack of cigarettes and whatever, you know. And Some big league chew. Big league chew. You know whatever you're into. Big league chew. Yeah. Yep. So real mature. Yeah. So she was immediate, like, <laughs> okay, I'll be right there. And so the other car that she would drive, it would either be the Mustang or this brown wood paneled station wagon. <gasps> oh I had one Country Squire. I, I don't know drive what kind one of those. But... Griswold mobile. Yeah. And so Country Squire drove in one. <laughs> anyway. So I'm sitting in my car waiting, and eventually the the station wagon pulls up. She just pulls up right next to me, and she knows cars. Now you guys up are taking back. up four spots. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "All right, let's take a look." And she gets into the driver's seat, and she's like, "Okay, is it in park?" Nope. There you go. I had left it in drive. Oh, mm-hmm. when oh, I turned perfect. the car off. But it was just like I woke my friend up. She got out. Of, she got dressed. <laughs> she got out of her house. She immediately noticed that it was in drive. Okay, put it in park. Click, car starts. Click click. And she's like, "All right, I'll see you later." And left i mean she did it she did what she needed to do so again big party she had driven the entire way there and back to her house with a red solo cup full of beer on the roof of the car (laughs) (laughs) it stayed it stayed (laughs) (laughs) but no judgment no question no yeah just yeah but all business, like not not a lot of chit chat or small oh, talk. No, like, she was going back oh. to bed. Yeah. Is what that? Can't take her eyes off the red solo cup. <laughs> <laughs> and then she. Do I tell her? No, don't tell her. Look at me. The, I am your friend. Why won't you even acknowledge I've been here? I know that cup's there. And of course, I didn't tell her because because if I told her and it moved, then we would have gotten in trouble and arrested. Probably. And, and addicted well, to heroin. Because it would have spilled on the car. Because and then, then the, the store clerk would have noticed that there were teenagers with beer. Yep, addicted right. to heroin. Yeah. yeah. And, and then we would get addicted to I heroin. I just picked up the, the parent hotline. I was going to say, hello, is this Italy? <laughs> Can I have the Sewells, Can I have the Sewells, please? They're an American couple. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. No, we know them. They're going crazy. <laughs> yes. They're having a blast. They are letting loose. They're just doing cocaine up and down <laughs> <Yeah>. Italy. <laughs> Things they can't do in the States. <laughs> because their daughter the will judge one them. One daughter. Meanwhile, they call and your mom's like, good. <laughs> yeah. Another check on her list. Oh, oh one beer? <laughs> Jerry, get my notebook. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> What's your dad's name? Not Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? Mr. Sewell. It's Mr. Sewell. <laughs> That's what she calls him. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. No, Mr. it's Sewell, first of all, it's Doctor Mrs. Sewell. Get it's Doctor Sewell. Oh, it is. So. Okay. Oh, that's right. Not yeah. to me, motherfucker. You're Mr. Sewell. <laughs> you and your doctorate. 
You think you're so high and mighty. <laughs> I'd put you through medical school. Who do you think was here? Slamming over that nerd we Your daughter is afraid to walk out the door, you <laughs> son of a bitch. One beer. She know. was afraid of one beer. Are you guys both a dad or one is a mom? I don't know who that is. your goddamn business. Yeah. I pay for medical school. I, honestly, I thought they were Linda. I wasn't sure who the hell they were. <laughs> I have no idea who we are. Holy shit. Yep. That's awesome. What a treasure you are. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this is Steve Roney. Thanks for listening to the Punch-Up Podcast. We release new episodes every Monday, so be sure to check us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Punch Podcast. Like us, follow us, and subscribe. Every week, somebody tells a story while the others help out. Me, your host, Steve Roney, along with Kevin Reagan, Ian O'Shea, Jesse Preisendorfer, and a different guest every week. The Punch-Up Podcast.